Hello, you are listening to Discovering the Bible Podcast with Pastor Holly Howard. I'm your host of the podcast and creative arts director here at Bridge of Hope Church, Sarah Thomas. We are already in episode 22 of Discovering the Bible Podcast, and we are so excited to continue the conversation on why us as Christians get sick and what we can do about it. Last week in episode 21, we took the time to lay out that it is 100% God's will for us to be healed. So we are so excited to continue this conversation and we hope you enjoy. Psalm 107 and 17 says it this way. Some were fools. They rebelled and suffered for their sins. So it's like this. Sin is like a crack in in a fortified wall. It, you read in the Old Testament a lot about, and if you ever go to Israel with us, you can see the, the fortified walls around a city. And if you've watched, you know, any period pieces of movies, you know what a what a fortified fortified wall was around a city. Yeah. So a city wanted to be protected. And so how they would protect themselves from the enemy getting in is they'd build these massive walls around their city. And um, even the wall of Jericho, if you read that story in the Bible, it was so large that they could have chariot races on the top of the wall because it's oh, so wow. wide. I mean, so they would put these massive walls up and structures to keep the enemy out. And at night, the gate would close and no one would come into the city at night and no one would come out of the city because it was for protection. Okay. So this, when I say that sin is like a crack in a fortified city wall, um, our sin is what kind of breaks that wall of protection, that fortified wall around yeah. us, that, that hedge of protection that we have as Christians living under the authority and as God is my fortress, he is my shield, the psalmist says. And so sin kind of does like what the enemy would do. How the enemy would get into a city and overtake a city is one of the ways they would do it is they would try to find a weak spot in the wall and okay. they would tear a crack in the wall and at night they would sneak in oh. and wreak havoc on the city. So sin in my life basically puts a crack in the wall, so to speak. I'm just using this as an analogy. It creates that opening so that Satan can come in and do what he always does, which we read. He comes to steal, to kill, oh, and to destroy. destroy in John 10, 10. And that's what sickness does. Sickness just brings death and destruction, and, and it steals from us. It destroys us. So disobedience or sin is like an invitation to let Satan walk right into your life and wreak havoc upon it. Um, if, if you'll remember in our podcast that we did on walking in love. Let's go with. God took all the Ten Commandments. Yes. So I'm talking about obeying God. We're supposed to obey God because when we obey God and we walk in His statutes and we keep His commandments, then it keeps that, that, that wall sealed to where Satan can't get in. We stay under His protection. And um, so I'm talk, that's what I'm referring to. And so we're talking about the statutes that he's talking about in Deuteronomy 28 is this, Mark 12, 30 and 31, Jesus took all 10 commandments yes. and he summed them up into one, one thing. He said, and you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the first commandment. And the second like it is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. He summed up everything into that right there, Mark 12, 30 and 31. Love, walk right. in love, walk in love to God, Walk in love to your neighbor. And here's here's the one that will get a lot of people. Walk in love to yourself. Oh. To yourself. <laughs> so, so the first step to receive healing is to repent 
for our sins, every step out of love is opening the crack of that that, wow. that wall. Every step out of love, if, it, if I sin with my tongue and I, I, I speak bad about or gossip about another mm -hmm. person that's not walking in love, if I sin by not loving myself, if I hate myself, if I hate my body, if I hate something about myself, I'm not walking in love towards myself. I'm opening cracks, cracks. in the armor. So we have to get to the place where we seal up the cracks by repenting, that closes the cracks, that closes the door to the enemy, and then we walk in complete obedience to Christ so that Satan can no longer oppress us. But I have to say, am I loving God yeah. with all my heart? And that means am I walking in forgiveness towards other people? Am I walking in forgiveness towards God? Am I staying angry at God because wow. his word didn't work for me? Mm. I mean, think about soul search. Go yeah. into your heart and you ask yourself, am I not forgiving other people? Am I walking and holding grudges towards others? Am I not walking in love? Am I not being patient and kind? Am I keeping a record of wrongs? I mean, yeah. go to First Corinthians chapter thirteen. Look up what the what love does. It's an action, and how love is. And when I love God with all my heart, and I love others, and then am I walking in love toward myself? Yeah. We have to get to the place where we don't hate ourselves. That's hard. I don't hate my body, or I don't hate uh, the, my my personality. I don't hate the way God created me yeah. or I don't hate myself because of what I did or I'm not hating and loathing myself because of shame and feelings of unworthiness. Right. We, that's not walking in love. Right. And those are creating cracks for the enemy to come in and tell us lies that keep us bound. So that's the first way that we can receive healing. Repent of the sins of not walking in love to God, not walking in love to others, and not walking in love to yourself. And the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you, are there areas in my life where I've, I have disobedience in my heart? Right. Do I have, am I not walking out and walking in love and keeping that, that simple commandment? It's simple, but yet it's not so simple to mm -hmm. walk it out. No. <laughs> of loving people and loving myself and loving God. And, and Holy, the Holy Spirit will reveal to us if yes, we he have does. areas in our heart where we're not walking in love. So how can I receive healing? So this first thing there is to repent, is to repent of, of the sins. And then um, there are many different ways that we can receive healing. So so we've talked about repentance. Yes. Okay. And the other thing you want to repent for is, is unbelief. Unbelief is a sin. To not take God at his word is a sin. So you want to repent for not believing as well and, and for not walking in faith. And so, so now I want to shift and talk about how I can receive healing. You can receive healing uh, uh, different ways. And um, I want to tell you the first way that you can receive healing is by being ministered to under the anointing. Uh, there are times when the anointing is present to heal. Yes. Uh, Yes, when you hear people uh, say they went to a service and they were healed, yes. or they went to a healing service, or there was an evangelist that uh, that that was uh, you know that was had the gift of healings and the gift of miracles, and that that anointing was working right. through a minister that was uh, laying hands on people and they were being healed. So this is one way that we can be healed and and it, we may go to a a, a service mm -hmm. where this anointing is present 
for healing to take place and nobody lay hands on us. Oh yeah. It just happened uh, because of the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit that is present. Uh, we know that this can happen because in 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10, uh, we're told that there are gifts of healing and the and the working of miracles. There's the different gifts in the body. Right. And there that these gifts of healings and gifts of miracles and wonders, these are manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And here's something called Jesus was anointed with this power. Right. And so a lot of people say, well, Jesus obviously went around in the Bible healing people because he was anointed with this power of the Holy Spirit. But see, we're anointed with the same power of the Holy Spirit when we're filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Jesus Christ himself did not go around and perform uh, healings on people until after he was baptized in Luke chapter three. And if you are familiar with the Bible, the Bible says that John ba the Baptist was baptizing and he baptized Jesus. And the Bible says that the uh, the heavens opened up and, and that uh, God spoke, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And then all of a sudden it says that the, the Holy Spirit descended like a dove yeah. and landed in, and John the Baptist saw, you know, this, this Holy Spirit manifestation come upon Jesus and then and then we see the very next thing in Luke chapter 4 verse 1 the very next thing that happens is uh, when you go to the next chapter it says uh, then Jesus full of the Holy Spirit so Jesus himself he was anointed with the power of the Holy Spirit because he willingly laid down his Godship to become man yeah to become flesh and then he received the anointing and the power of the, of the Holy Spirit. And once he was filled with the Holy Spirit, then the Bible says in chapter four, he went into the wilderness, he was led into the wilderness and he was tempted for 40 days. And then after that, after that you see his, uh, his ministry begin where he's laying hands and casting yeah. out demons and he's in, in, in healing the sick. So. Um, it was after this encounter, after he was filled with this anointing from God to heal, that the woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5 was healed. Because the Bible says that she touched his robe and virtue flowed out of Jesus. That virtue, that word for virtue is power. And so this kind of healing, this anointing from the Holy Spirit, this power flowed out of him. He didn't pray for the woman with the issue of blood. If And I'm not taking time to go through the story. You can go back and you can read the story in Mark 5, 25 through 30 and 34. But but she just believed by faith if she could just touch the hem of his robe, yeah. she would be healed. She had an, an issue of blood for, like you said, for 12 long years. And the doctors had done everything they could and nothing was working for her. And so she just, she touched Jesus. He didn't lay hands on her. He didn't pray for her. The anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit, that anointing just came out of Jesus. Yeah and she was instantly made whole. So this is one way this kind of healing can take place where the, the anointing is present. Another way that I can explain to you is there is also the story of, of the lame man that couldn't get up and he had no one to put him in the pool and when yeah. the waters would stir in the New Testament, the waters would stir, an anointing would come and be present to heal. <laughs> and if anyone got into the stirring of the waters, this, the water is always symbolic of the Holy Spirit. If anyone would get into the stirring yeah. of the Holy Spirit, they would be healed by the power of the Holy Spirit. So this is one way that we can 
uh, we can receive healing. And this, let me tell you, this still happens today because the Bible says in Hebrews 13 and 8 that Jesus is the same yesterday, right. he, today, and forever. So if Jesus could be anointed by the power of the Holy Spirit, God does not change. And if it was for then and it could happen then, then that same Holy Spirit is true for us today. That anointing is present and is mm -hmm. there and available to heal through the bride of Christ, through the church today. The Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit is still present to heal through the body of Christ, yeah. through us. And I, I've never put together before, you know, that timeline of Jesus, you know, ministry about, you know, the anointing and the, um, and when people actually start getting healed. So that's very interesting. And, yeah. you know, and I've been a part of services where people were healed and, um, that there was definitely like an atmospheric difference in the room uh -huh. when it started to happen. Uh, you know, it wasn't an emotional high. It wasn't like something that people were like hyping up. You could tell that, you know, God had come with the purpose of healing and it's just like a really awesome experience um and a lot of times the people that were getting healed weren't prayed but like prayed for by a specific individual yeah. and so you know you could tell it was god and it was a real move of god because people were just getting healed and like they were just doing their own thing you know praising god and as faith rose yes you know the you know the holy spirit was able to heal those because they took that step of faith um and you know i love the you know illustration and the symbolism of water as the holy spirit it's yes. it's just i love that because it's so true when you step out into the waters or you know you step out in faith into the holy spirit he can really just change your life and you know do awesome things so i love that yes and and i love that it's through the church yeah because jesus isn't here anymore right he has ascended up to heaven and he's with the father but he sent the holy spirit and the holy spirit yes. is who is with us here today and that's why jesus gave the commandment to go to the upper room to his disciples and wait yeah and they didn't start their earthly ministry until they were baptized and filled with the right. holy spirit so i will put this plug in this isn't in my notes when we're talking about the baptism of the holy spirit and being filled with the holy spirit we are talking about being filled to overflowing and being baptized in the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues this is not weird it is not strange the holy spirit is a gentleman and it's a power yes that we receive so that we can do this. This is what Jesus said in John 14 and 12. Most assuredly, assuredly, there, there's no doubt for any anything to not believe that what he's saying is true here. Right. Assuredly means assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, there's that faith at work there, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these will he do, because I go to my Father. Right. Because he did go to the Father, and he sent us the power of the Holy Spirit. We can be the one, the body of Christ, that brings the, the, the miracles and the signs and the wonders, the good news of yeah. Jesus Christ to other people. We have said it in our small group this way. Um, Pastor gave an analogy in our small group one night. He said, you notice if you look at the moon, mm -hmm. the moon, you see light. Right. But the moon is does not have light. The moon has no light to give off. What the, what the light that you see on the moon is coming from the sun. 
and yeah. the moon is reflecting the light that comes from the sun. And that's what we are supposed to do as Christians on this earth. We are supposed to reflect the light of that's the awesome. sun of God. Am I reflecting the light of Christ in every area of my life? Thank you so much for listening to episode 22 of Discovering the Bible podcast. We are a bridge of hope and we exist to connect people to Jesus Christ and to each other. So our hope and our prayer is that you were blessed by this. Send it to someone you know. Um, you can listen online on any of our podcast streaming apps or on Facebook. Watch the live podcast streaming video. Um, we can't wait to see you next week and we hope you have a blessed week.